Welcome to Multiverse the Key, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this time it's our... 151st episode. Numbered episode. But like 200 and something overall. Yeah, numbers don't mean anything, Devin. Not anymore. The world isn't even a vampire. It's like one of those Indonesian vampires that you find out about on Cracked. I haven't looked at crack in so long, Luke. Another vibe, you know, is like, oh, this is a vampire that will suck your testicles out through your belly button, and it sometimes turns into a warthog. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Those types of vampires. Yeah, 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 those kinds. Uh, we are covering Exiles Days of Then and Now. Which was a one-shot issue that came out between the Claremont run and the Jeff Parker run. And I had actually never read it until now. <gasps> e gads, Luke. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, it was sort of forgetful. It, it's very forgettable. Like, I don't think any of this actually comes into play in the Parker run at all. That's good. Because, I mean, not a lot happens. They put together a team, but then it never actually gets to come together. It just ends. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. It was written by Mike Raked, uh, who also wrote a series that you like, The Seth Legend. A good series that finally came back after, like, a five-plus-year hiatus. And he also edited the original series. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then there are a series of artists on it. Uh, Carlos Ferreria, Zach Howard, Paul Azcateca, or Paul Azaceta, Mario Gully, Arnold Pander, and Wayne Nichols on pencils with Carrie Pallet, Zach Howard, Paul Azaceta, Sandu Florea, Vicente Cifuentes and Scott Koblish on inks. Hey, Scott. Mr. Scott. And then Wes Dizioba, Beth Soteo, Lee Lochridge, Michelle Madsen, June Chung, and A Street on colors with... uh, Oh, it does not list the letterer on this. What the hell? Rude. I know letterers are very important people on comic teams. And we we get a weird starting place. Like, the entire issue is, well, as we've said, it doesn't really need to exist, and it doesn't really lead anywhere nope. at all. Uh, but we start on, uh, specifically, Earth 91172, where they tried to Planet Hulk the Hulk, and he ran into the Annihilation Wave, and he was like, oh, well, I'm going to join up with you guys, because I don't want to be killed. Well, he or, kills well, Annihilus. Yeah, he kills Annihilus and takes over the Annihilation Wave, and then kills all of the heroes. And so the like last major hero who was there was Wolverine, who got killed. Not that panel where he's just left floating in space. Yep. There is the Star Trek Enterprise and probably a bunch of other ships that just have extra pieces put onto them. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the Star Destroyer right there. Comics. Comics. And so, like, two months after this has happened, the Annihilation Wave is still there, and so Quinn Choir, who in this universe, I guess, never really went hardcore, and Sophie Lame. Cuckoo, yeah, are, like, hiding out, and Sophie has gotten precognitive dreams, and so they get together their team, which also includes Patriot from the Young Avengers, Speedball, from the New Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiccan, who was also from the Young Avengers. Lightspeed, who was from the Power Pack. And there's also Mindy and Esme Cuckoo. But good news for Speedball in this universe. Apparently the Hulk came back before his reality show could cause all of Civil War. So he doesn't have to live out his time right now as a penance. Everyone's favorite character. Mm-hmm. And don't forget Peacat, the penitent puss. <laughs> Basically, what they want to do is break into the Xavier Institute and use Cerebra to contact the people who Sophie saw in her dream. And so Choir, Wiccan, and Sophie work on that while the others defend against the uh, like oncoming annihilation wave. And Choir ends up getting turned into dust and tossed into another universe where he meets another version of himself along with uh, Glob Herman and Beak. But this is and, a cool Quentin Choir who has the uh, the pink hair. And he, who is still hooked on kick. Yep. And who has somehow accepted Beak into his group. Well, it's because it looks like Beak does a lot of drugs and is like crazy and feral with his bat now. Mm-hmm. And this is from Earth 4400, which I believe that was one of the ones we... Yeah, yeah, that was the one where Hyperion had ended up taking over for a while and had killed off all the heroes. And so it's a sort of fallen universe. Choir is about to get his ass beaten, and luckily Nighthawk comes in. And it turns out that all superpowers got... Uh, made illegal, but Nighthawk knows about the Exiles, which are the people who Choir knows he's supposed to find. And Nighthawk has no powers, and Choir's like, why are you doing this? That's dumb. Nighthawk's like, oh, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, so JK, here's this talus that uh, I stole off of Dead Hyperion's body. No, Dead Gambit's body. Oh, yeah, sorry. Dead Gambit's body. Yeah, because he got his arm ripped off. Oh, or lasered right. off. Yeah. Oh, Weapon X Gambit. And one of the other neat things is that he keeps teleporting into different universes and all the different universes have different art styles. Uh-huh. And so after that, he travels into the Legacy uh, universe, or the Vylock Legacy universe, yeah. which is Earth 8545, the one where they had to deal with the Legacy virus and they brought in the Norse people. And while he's there, he bumps into Mary Jane, who had been in the relationship with uh, Mariko, because he was asked to leave a rose on Mariko's tomb. And that is also when... uh, I forget his names. Yeah, Luke Cage, but he has a specific name because he's also uh, Iron Man. um, You mean Iron Fist? Yes. 
uh, shows up. Power Fist, that's his name. Yeah, Power. Power Fist. Power Fist. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, the Exiles did a lot of good here. And one time, Mariko did a really amazing thing and saved me. And then Quire gets teleported away again. And so in the next universe, which is a new one, uh, deserve 15731. We find Jenny Swinson, who is in a robot suit that she is trying to steal or figure out what to do with it. It is a version of the Spitfire suit. And Choir's like, hey, uh, why not just use this to fight people who are bad? And she's like, uh, I don't know if I should do that or not. And but then, then the, they get but then the pig show up and then they're like, oh, shit, got to bounce. And then she's like, oh, that was fun. We should use it to stop people. And then Quire gets teleported away again. And he ends up finding himself then on Earth 295, which is like the canonical age of apocalypse. Is it the... I don't I know. Believe yeah, yeah. No, it's the canonical age of apocalypse universe where he ends up recruiting Wild Child. Like, Wild Child is attacking a bunch of people. He's able to help Wild Child out. And that is when the Time Broker shows up. And is like, oh, hey, I'm going to take Choir, but I've got help that I need from you. And so Choir has ended up getting brought to the Panopticon, which is the pink crystal base that the Exiles are at. And Choir's like, ah, well, I was told that I was going to meet the Exiles. And the time broker's like, oh yeah, this is your new team. It's Nighthawk, Power Fist, Spitfire, and Wild Child. And he's put in charge of this new team. And they're supposed to make up for the heroes that had been lost for whatever reason. And so he heads back to his home universe. And the team saves the day at the very end. And then we see Sabretooth and Blink looking on, and it's like, oh, yeah, while we were caught up in the cross-time caper, all of these heroes got killed, and so we've pretty much replaced them. Like, their Nighthawk uh, got replaced even uh, with this new Nighthawk. Their Iron Man got replaced with Spitfire. Because apparently no one likes Tony Stark, so they don't want to replace him with the Tony Stark. Yeah, I'm really confused on... Why they're like, oh, and Wild Child died in this universe, but it looks more like Sabretooth I in the picture. I would agree. And Maybe like, oh, Sabretooth knew that he should probably go, but he just didn't feel like it. So he's yeah. like, no, no, I know that's definitely, definitely Wild Child. <laughs> yeah. So basically, this universe had gotten screwed up while they were busy doing the world tour chasing Proteus. And. Now they're going to be a lot better. And then we find out that Sabretooth and Weapon X's time broker was a sexy blonde lady. Yep. Which honestly, yeah, that sounds about right. Mm hmm. And yeah, I mean, that's that was the it. end of it. It's It's very short. And we've only got uh, like two new universes to put on here. Yep. Actually, let's check one more time to make sure that uh, Earth 15731 isn't. 
on anything else. Because I would not be surprised if it was something that had appeared. I thought that was the oh 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 Oh, wait nope nope that's the Marvel New Universe the new New Universe from Exiles. Oh okay. So yeah, the only one that we really need to add on here is the Quiet Universe. uh, mm Mm-hmm. Which I think it's a good premise. It's just yeah. No, I, I would agree. I nothing out of it ends up mattering because I don't think we see this team at all during the next run. But I think part of it is because their whole thing where it's like, oh, we need very specific people to replace people and just this universe does not make a lot of sense canonically. Nope. And so when Jeff Parker comes in for his run, it... Well, there's a lot of it that didn't make sense because it's like, why didn't you just pick them up as he went along the way? mystery because especially like the Luke Cage of that world would have been like yo I'll definitely come help you I would love to bust some heads yeah <sighs> yeah it's it does not make a lot of sense but uh, let's put this on trials of the multiverse so the only one that we have is our 91172 which is Exiles Choir's universe It is a solid B. It yeah, that'd be more like probably B minus. Okay, he's not as cool as Weapon X Angel, who was Angel, but he also used guns. That's true. So I'm going to go because he's also not as good as Weapon X Wolverine, who was in that polyamorous relationship. Well, first off, this Quentin doesn't have the pink hair. Yeah, which honestly, he's not him look like it like Joe Nobody. Okay, he's not as cool as Weapon X Gambit. No, oh no. Uh, how do you feel about it com- compared to Weapon X Maverick? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, better. Uh, and then right above that is the Idea Verse. Not as good as Idea Verse. So that makes our new number two eighty three, uh, Earth nine one one seven two Exiles Choir's World. Uh, we did get a question in this time, maybe even two. Let's see. Was one of them my questions? I think so. Uh, okay, Xavier Files wants to know which exile should have died sooner. Mimic. Mimic. <laughs> that bastard made it way too long. <laughs> yeah. I would have rather had email rogue magneto child than mimic agreed and um yeah then you wanted to know are we really getting choir ah if it's not a ah. if it's a non-pink hair choir is it really getting choir the answer is no no i mean he gets the pink hair he can do a redemption arc from there but he's you gotta have the pink hair. You gotta have the pink hair. I mean, I mean, that's how you know it's Quentin Quire. Because actually, honestly, I thought it was like beast in human form or something. Are you asking for a challenge? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, maybe nice... this is why Quentin couldn't get with Sophie because she's just not into the pink hair. Uh, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Require 
It was the carpet match with the drapes. I feel like for him, yes, it would. He commits to the bit. I I would honestly assume yes. Yeah. So, Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me online at Fred Fett, that's F R E D D O F E T T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Coltreg. That's K O L T R E G. You can also find both of us on the Exiled Podcast at exiledpodcast.com. And Exiled and Multiversal Q are both sponsored by the Patreon that we got, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get bonus content. Yay. Yep. Uh, thank you again to everybody who was a guest on the 150th episode specials. And thank you to everybody who's listened to the show in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've made it a long way. Yeah. So thank you again for going on this friendship journey with me, Devin. You're welcome, Luke. Same to you. Uh, next week we're going to... I don't know. I think I'd had incorrect stuff on uh, the episode. Let's load it up. And my internet here is slow again. Next week you have Exiles, Volume 2, number 1 through 3. Okay, yeah. I think we're just going to try and wrap up. Yeah, we're going to just try and wrap up Exiles in August, and then we can get back into normal podcast stuff before Septangent begins. Which I have to read all of Tangent to figure out how we're doing that. Yeah. Probably. Uh, so yeah, that wraps us up for now. Uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.